Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. Excited to have you along for the ride this evening. Should be a good one as we get everything dialed in here tonight. Uh, Brian, obviously, taking the night off. Um, he will be back with us. Next week, uh, we apologize for, for missing you guys last week. Um, the world kind of jumped up and got in the way of that. Um, uh, if you've been following along, uh, Brian's mom, uh, uh, Dot, she uh, uh, had a major heart attack and um, ultimately uh, succumbed to those uh, issues. It was, it was a sudden thing, and it was certainly, certainly met us all by a little bit of a surprise there. Um, uh, but uh, we're certainly out there thinking of thinking of brian and uh you know he's a he's a self-professed mama's boy that was a that was a big deal and um i remember a couple years ago it feels like it was a long time but it may have only been a couple years ago uh when his mom had a his her first heart issue and um sure enough it was it was it was eye-opening it was rattling kind of put a little bit of a reality in it because your mom's just just always there uh, your mom's always there just a, a a given thing and it rattled him, and uh, I feel like maybe the Tompkins got a little bit of bonus time with, with Dot. Um, she was a really, really important part of that family. Um, always took care of everybody that was uh, on the block over there on 336, lived on 336 forever. Um, was married to Keith, Brian's dad, for 57 years. And uh, I only had a few experiences meeting Dot um, outside of a racing venue. Um, and uh, the one time was when I got in trouble for driving on a lawn at her house. The only time that I'd ever gone to where Brian works on the cars, uh, I had to get some decals to him uh, for his Cordoba that he ended up taking to Seneca County. And uh, the issue that we ran into was like I was kind of blocked in and I was parked on the grass. And, and holy cow, what a mistake that was. I, don't, I still to this day don't know if it was serious or not. But, but man, it was, uh, <laughs> it was a little scary and a little intense. And I'll, uh, I'll never forget that. Um, just speaking about things that, that you won't forget. I remember so many times going to Canandaigua and rolling wheels. I, I think I actually met Dot and Keith through Gary Tompkins, uh, Brian's older brother who drives their modifieds and stuff, and, and meeting them through that because they were mainstays. If there was an event, they were in the grandstands. They were at the circle tracks. I, I remember running into them when we were down in Hagerstown, Maryland. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure we saw them when it was the, the dirt track at Lowe's when the dirt modifieds went there. Um, there's, there was never an event that they didn't have them there. And, and just the same when we were growing up, uh, going to the County fairs at Seneca County, before I got to the point where I was announcing, I remember going to the races and seeing Keith and dot there and then going to Seneca County and seeing them there to watch Brian when he drove his cars at the, at the County fair here in Waterloo. Um, and, uh, just an indelible part forever supportive and, and definitely, definitely going to be missed. So. Here's to Dot. We're thinking of Dot. And, and our buddy Josh Buell suffered some loss too. John Ryan uh, passing away, uh, leaving a big hole in, in Josh Buell's heart. So we're thinking of Josh Buell. Um, when Brian was going through his stuff with, 
with his mom. Uh, it took me back and made me think of Josh and, and some of the stuff that he had gone through with, uh, with Rose's passing. And shortly after that, we saw some, some cars coming across Facebook that had Rosa on the side of that. So I, I trust before too long, we'll see dot on the side of some cars as well. On the flip side, some happy news. Um, it was a busy weekend for weddings. John Hart got married. Joey Roth up in, uh, up in Washington got married and, uh, Jessup Pelkey, videographer from up in Minnesota also got married over the weekend as well. So that's, uh, um, that's the gist of the, the personal stuff. Some of the housekeeping side of things. Uh, we got wicked team derby that we got to get to Johnny Shanks. He ran, uh, Candace, uh, was in action last week. So we'll dive into that a little bit later on. And we've also got TJ McCulloch on the phone with us here to talk about the buried alive derby that is coming up here. This weekend being two-day show, um, changing the landscape in Maryland. It's like nothing that they've ever seen before, and uh, I am confident that um, you are going to change the game out there for them. TJ, uh, how's everything going? Man, things are great, man. We're down here working on the track right now. Uh, we got something really cool in store for the for the locals here that have never seen anything like this, and we're really excited to, to bring a, a national-style derby right here to uh, hometown in Cumberland, Maryland. Now, Cumberland is is how far from the, the, the main land, landmark uh, for me in Maryland is Hagerstown. That's where the, the fabled half mile is. And then on top of that, I did a DVD at a track. Uh, Arcadia Volunteer Fire Department had a track. So where is Cumberland in relation, relation to that? When you come down uh, to get on, I guess you would get on – you come down 95 and then probably come over onto uh, 70 to go to Hagerstown. If you keep trucking uh, west, we are about an hour and 12 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on how you drive, um, <laughs> from Hagerstown west. Uh, right where Maryland pinches together there, sure. uh, we can be in West Virginia in five minutes, Pennsylvania in five minutes. Gotcha. So it's down there where, where everything narrows up. Usually when we go down there, we leave where I live here in, in New York. We pick up 15 and then pick up 81 in Harrisburg and then just go straight down through all that. So I'm certainly yeah. familiar with what you're, uh, what you're describing there. So how did this whole thing come about? I mean, this, this was a, a safe to say new venture, <laughs> new venture for you jumping into this. And, and it's, uh, it's taken the landscape by storm, and you picked a heck of a year to try and debut a demolition derby, but sure enough, it looks like you're still going to be able to get it in. Oh, man. First off, I do want to uh, send thoughts and prayers out to, uh, to Brian and his, his family, and from our, our derby family to his, you know, we're thinking about you guys. And uh, Moms are important, and, you know, I love my mom dearly, and I, I, I totally get it. So we, we're definitely thinking about that. But um, one, of the, one of the biggest things uh, for me was um, – sitting back and watching exactly how things are here locally um this is when you see the backdrop here the, i'm looking at these mountains right now are right. just so high just this beautiful face i mean it is set up perfectly to hear 500 horsepower cracking off of these mountains and i've always dreamed of seeing that here locally and just uh you know this town has kind of fallen behind a little bit in their thinking and um, derbies have still remained uh chain and bang here but including that is the fact that they didn't really keep us safe with the cages and the cars and things like that. So it actually became more dangerous, even though we weren't building really, really hard cars. And, you know, just, I just finally just said, you know, enough's enough. We gotta, we gotta bring something to the area. Um, initially this started out as I myself wanted a nice place to run 
with a good set of rules that I was tired of traveling, you know, four or five hours to Ohio to, to run. So I was just going to kickstart it off and maybe hand it off to somebody in two years. But, man, I'm in way too deep for that now. So <laughs> I'm a full-time promoter. Um, so bringing this to Maryland, you're bringing a lot of people from outside of Maryland to Maryland. Is, is this too far advanced for the locals to, to sink their teeth into? Well, what the cool thing about it is, is I really tried to cater my four-cylinder compact rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to cater those to the locals because we don't run here four-cylinders and six-cylinders together. We actually run them separate. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's why we actually, long story short, that's why we have two separate classes for four and six. And I, I kept the rules relatively stock, but I also allowed them to have a little bit more creative um, play with some of the, the the nice cages that they're used to watching, you know, the big guys run, you know, to keep everybody safe in the car, but the cars are still going to bend. So aesthetically, the cars look really cool. Um, and it's, it's fun as a builder to get to put together a masterpiece like that and then go get to run it. You're proud of what you built instead of just, you know, looping chains. But, but we also offer you know, a stock class, a very, very low stock class. But we treat everybody from the very, very uh, stockish all the way up to our pro stock, which is our heaviest build, exactly the same. You know, we're paying the big money for everybody. You know, we want the local drivers here that have been the all-stars on on this Allegheny County Speedway for the last 15 years. We want to give them a chance to run on a national stage for some big money. So, yeah, I mean, we've we've definitely included our locals, you know, so we're really, really, really proud of that. And running for some money is no understatement. I, I, I seem to remember the number $48,000 in prize money for this weekend. Yeah, we've actually had um, a couple of people kick in some uh, some extras for some mad dogs. And, you know, we're right about uh, $48,600, I believe, right now. <laughs> um, looking, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of money. I mean, the, the local county fairs here, um, you know, and again, the funding and everything like that, the entry fee is $5 here to run. So, I mean, you know, of course you can't pay that kind of money. But typically around here, about $1,000 is a very, very big-time derby right. uh, around here. So uh, us paying, you know, $10,000 to win one of our classes is uh, – when I when I say that number to some of the local fans around here, they're, they're like, what? <laughs> like, holy cow, that's a, that's a third of my income for this year. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, the weekend also going to be including uh, Ed Brewster before we get too deep. It's good to see that Ed's oh, still playing yeah. on making the trip up. That's cool. So going to be having all walks of Demolition Derby as part of the Buried Alive event um, in Cumberland, Maryland, coming up October 30th and 31st. The JMW RC Derby uh, package going to be on site, which is cool. But uh, on top of offering everybody something between what you've got with the fours and six combined and, and some of the chain and go stuff up to the pro stocks, um, you're doing it the right way by making sure that you're, you're putting information out there so that your locals don't feel like this is something catering to something that they only see on TV. Yeah, and so, I, hey, I'm a I'm an average Joe. I'm no I'm no Siopa. I'm no Braun. I'm just an average Joe that started here local, and I just happened to work my tail off to accumulate an engine transmission to go run on some bigger stages. And if there's one thing that I cannot stand as a driver is just feeling like I don't matter. And and I'm putting the same amount of effort in my garage. I'm probably actually working a lot harder because I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. But, like, I, I work my tail off just like everybody else does. I want treated the same way. I don't want to be referred to as a filler class. I've been called a filler class before. And sure. it's just so degrading to these guys, like, you know, they bust their tail to build this this masterpiece. And when and you know, you've built you – you've seen both 
cars that are really not that great, but they look at it like that's their baby. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be proud of it. When they bring it through tech, we, we don't want to, oh, man, look at this thing. No, we're going to be like, awesome job, man. Let's you know, just get you on the track. You know, Let's get out here and have a great time. Let's let this person run on a national stage. And, you know, I, we're, we're trying to be as, as blunt and sh- straight up that, uh, you know, we're taking roof, we're not taking roof signs. We're not taking, you know, names and paint schemes. We're taking our rules, how we interpret them versus what your car comes through tech. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if that hurts some feelings, we're, we're willing to go down with the boat on that one because, you know, your integrity is everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like the, the gray area. Whoever thought it was a good idea to give the drivers a say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you give us a say, we just we you know the whole saying: you give an inch, they take a mile. Well, we take five hundred miles, and 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 I do it as a builder too. You know, you have to build to what the promoter's doing and everything like that. So I mean, we're trying to limit that down, like completely out. Like you know, we always say, with all due respect, we don't care about what your interpretation of the rules is. It's our way, mm-hmm. and it's not an arrogance thing. It's just a way to make sure that it stays one hundred percent right down the line so that everybody gets the same fair shake. You won the 80s class at one of the 80s classes at Bash for Cash two years ago, right? Well, yes, sir. Yeah. So um, that being said, someplace like Bash for Cash, who's got a very tight inspection process and a very high profile, um, very recognizable show, you go from running there and going through that and now you're in a position from moving from driver into promoter where you're writing rules and things like that. And, and I know you said it as a joke, but there's got to be a little bit of truth to that. And who decided to let drivers have input on what the rules should be? How different is life for you wearing the, the promoter's hat with dead man versus when you're taking a car through tech line as a competitor? Well, what's really funny is, um, you know, I, I took a, a patched wagon and, and it was patched the proper way, <laughs> like to, to Keystone Nationals. And it was overpatched for sure. And, um, you know, they made me cut, you know, inch on, inch off, inch on, inch off. And that was exactly what their rule said. I had zero issue with it. The problem is, is it took me three hours to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after that, you know, there's pictures popping up of, of TJ, you know, laying in the, <laughs> in the tailgate of his wagon with torches. And they're like, no gray areas, huh? You know, I got memes from that one. And, and I said, you know, here's the deal. Um, don't do as I do, do as I say. <laughs> you know, kind of deal. Like, it's just one of those things, you know, like I say to everybody, you know, not every left field in baseball is the same. Field and Fenway Park, they're played completely different. You have to play the game for the field that you're on. And the field for dead man is tight, you know, and we're, that's just how we do things. But I, the, the main difference is, is I had actually time to build cars. Um, as a as a driver, and every time I put my phone down, I have twelve questions and you know ten phone calls missed. And I try so hard to make sure that I answer everything within you know thirty to minutes to an hour. And maybe that's crazy, maybe that's too much, but I just I know some of these guys are in the garage at one o'clock in the morning, and if they message me, I'll be honest with you, I message them back. I mean, it is what it is. I just try to be there for them and and just try to because I I know when they get to the tech barn. If, if I didn't answer the question, they're like, well, hey, man, I tried to call you first, you know, so I don't want them to have that, that say. I want them sure. to say, well, he answered exactly. He made it as clear as possible for me. And I've encouraged people to call me, even on the, even on the smallest little things. Just call me if you're not sure. It'll save us both time. Right. The, is the transition hard, or do you have a new appreciation for 
those phone calls and the build process and things like that that, that come with this side of the game? Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, the, these promoters that have, especially this year with <laughs> just the, I mean, there's been promoters this year that have normally, you know, 18 cars show up to a derby, and all of a sudden they're bombarded with people coming from, you know, bigger shows, bigger builds, calling them about rules that they're really not comfortable, you know, teching, you know, and they're just bombarded with 60, 70, 80 cars in one event. And I know that they've, they've really struggled, but they've been able to just put on excellent shows this year. So I, I've been to, I think, 13 shows this year. Um, we definitely sit back and watched, you know, Hardcore Derby with Frankie Guy. Sure. Um, you know, he invited us in wholeheartedly. You got to watch. Said, you know, just, just pay attention, man. Like, this is how we do it. We're not <laughs> saying it's 100% right, but this is what ours is. You're welcome to look. You're welcome to ask questions. And just open arms. Just let us just look. And we learned, and, and we took some things and, and, and ran with them. And, but, man, watching, I, I, watching him at the end of a night and seeing how exhausted that man is, that he puts his heart and soul into his derby. Seeing how tired Steve Saupa was at 3.30 in the morning at Keystone Nationals, <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's how I'm going to feel in a couple months. So, yeah, I've definitely appreciated uh, watching these guys exhaust themselves for their drivers, and we're going to do the same. Did you think at any point that this derby was in jeopardy with the way that the um, different COVID restrictions continued to uh, persist? Yeah, so um, we uh, – we definitely, we were definitely worried. Um, we invested a ton of, of money and time into this very early. You know, we got Kickstarter promoting this thing in eight, like in February, um, and you know, we we really didn't know what coronavirus was then, and I still don't think everybody really knows what's going on. But um, long story short, I work in healthcare, and man, it was there. I mean, we it was right in front of my face. I mean, and we were having a lot of trouble you know, there and restrictions nonstop. I mean, it was so overbearing. I came home to, to my wife, Kayla, and just said, hey, listen, you know, this is this is rough. I mean, I don't know if we're going to get this in. So we kind of, we saved up, you know, the money, just kind of waited. We, you know, we lost a lot of sponsorship. I think we lost maybe like $25,000 of the, you know, sponsorship that we should have gotten or would have gotten. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's really hard to ask somebody for money in these times when small businesses are hurting. And, yeah. you know, so we tried to, you know, so we just went out and we just pushed our apparel like nobody's business and tried to just get bank account back up, get that bank account back up so that we could make sure we had a four-post list, a two-post list in the tech farm, make sure that we had, you know, all the cones and everything that we're going to do to be organized. It, COVID just has everybody just running with their heads cut off and you know my biggest my biggest fear is i have a dream every single night that you know covid spikes go up and people are calling and complaining that we're going to be down here running but for the most part man down here they've been racing circle track for 12 weeks right and they've been having a blast down here doing it i've attended i've seen what they do we're going to do everything we can with hand washing stations social distancing and everything like that i mean hey it's halloween how hard is it to wear a mask right you know what i mean <laughs> fair enough so I, I guess maybe I dove into this a little bit too quickly. Um, this is your first endeavor in terms of promotions, right? So a lot of people have um, asked me that question because that was one of the one of the biggest questions I said you know got was, well, why would we run your show if you've never done it before? Well, I've been planning this for like five years, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I I have been working behind the scenes with other promoters 
and been head text places. I, I've been, I've flagged, I've done a lot of the stuff that, that you need to do and just paid attention and just learned and learned and learned and learned until I really felt ready. Because if I would have never done any of that, there's no way in the world I could have ran a successful show, period. Right. You know, so all that experience of just, you know, helping out and help writing rules for people and things like that. And, you know, that, that really helps me get off to a good start. But yes, this is my first big event. And if you haven't noticed, I'm not the kind of guy that sticks a toe in the water to see how cold it is. I just kind of dive in head first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little intimidating, uh, for sure. I, I'd be lying if I didn't say it wasn't. Um, but, you know, everybody kept asking and asking and asking, hey, can you do this? Can you do this? Originally, I had 18 classes <laughs> over three days, and I, I condensed it down and then condensed it down again. And, and what you see is my final product. <laughs> so so you've got a couple, you've got a couple oddball divisions that are there the, the the closest thing that i can remember um the uh your, your rumble event being the dead man rumble is king of the ring the the version that matt Vern newcomb and and the guys in nebraska put together where they start with 60 cars they run it down until there's 30 left they clean the track you get a pit stop essentially and then you come back you're taking a a field and entering a new car every 45 seconds much in the way you would see a WWE uh, Royal Rumble event happen, the way a new competitor comes in every 30 seconds. I don't know that I've ever seen anything quite like this before, and and that's not the only nuanced element of combative motorsports that we're going to see at this derby this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically, I, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I love wrestling. I drive the Undertaker car. Um, so, I mean, I'm very in, t- in tune with it. Um, understanding whether people are booing you or whether they're cheering you, they're still watching. You know, so that goes into a lot of our production and everything like that as well. But, um, yeah, so basically I had this awesome idea watching the Royal Rumble one night. Like, hey, why don't we do this with, with cars? And I do believe that there was a promoter that tried it with compacts. And um, basically, long story short, the last guy in won. And <laughs> it's like, that's like a promoter's worst nightmare. Like, the entry number 25 comes in, there's only three cars left. He hits three times and shuts it off. Okay, yeah, I won. I was the last <laughs> car, and of course I did. So, so what we decided to do is we went a little heavier. We went with a distributor protector in this one. Yeah, you, we all know as derby drivers what a distributor protector means with pressure and everything like that. And, you know, we, we have a really interesting rule in there. I'm giving everybody two 12-inch by quarter-inch plates, okay, four inches tall, as long as it attaches to the frame in any way, shape, or form, no other questions asked. So if you really start getting creative with those plates, man, these cars could really last a while. And the, the really cool thing is is that they don't know when they're going in. They liter- I don't know when they're going in yet. Okay. This is going to be a complete random draw right before they go out. So they're going to be parked outside. Everybody's going to be inside their cars, ready to go. I'm going to give them a, hey, go ahead and start your cars to make sure there's no issues. I'll shut their cars off. And I'm going to point to the first guy on, on the list, completely random, and he's going to have 20 seconds to meet the, the first line there, and he's going in. When he crosses that line, we're going to start a 45-second clock. And as soon as he crosses that line, I'm pointing to the second guy. You literally will not know when you're going in until your number is actually called which is awesome. Wow. The only the only person that's going to know 
is the raffle car that we built, a 1974 Chevy Impala. No lie, I have $20,000 in this car. It has every goodie on it. It has a 500-horsepower Fabry built engine in it, 400 turbo trans, all the Smith Metalworks bumpers, the, the Smith Metalworks bolt-ins, Jeffy's Fab Farm steering column. I mean, everything <laughs> you could imagine. This is a full setup. And what's really cool is they've taken the car home. Wow. If they last two. If they last two minutes in this rumble. I'm letting them take the car home. So that's really cool. So maybe one fan comes in entry number ten and and wins it. But here's the cool part: if you don't want to enter number one or number two, yeah, I get it. You have to go through a lot of people. But I'll double the prize money. So we're going to go from two thousand up to four thousand. If the raffle car wins, I'm going to double the prize money. Wow. You put you put five thousand people through my gate. I might pay six grand. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not I'm not here to make you know a hundred thousand dollars on this derby. I'm here to to give it to the drivers to give them a great experience and and to be able to turn right around and in the spring do another event. You know, so we're gonna pay we're gonna pay you guys. They put on a show. We're gonna pay them for putting on a show. Nice. And you know, it, it's gonna be wild. And then and then we have a a completely different thing with the Joker three man team compact. So a lot of a lot of team shows are you know one team versus one team, and then they move on to the feature. We're throwing eight teams of three guys all in the arena at one time, all 24 cars, dropping the green and letting them go. Everything except for hitting in the driver's door is legal in this one. You're allowed to pin, you're allowed to hold, like whatever you want to do. But I'm telling you, I would not want to be sitting still in this thing because the guys that are in it are coming to eat. <laughs> and I'm, it's going to be wild. And the cool thing is, is we got the people in there that just don't like each other. And that, that makes for a good show. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if that whole pin thing is that alluring. To be honest, you know, if you get caught holding still when you have eight teams out there there's 24 cars on track and you get caught holding still you might be pinning and then you might be stuck oh a- a- absolutely i mean if, if i'm if i'm sitting talk sideways holding somebody in there you know i'm gonna have my head on a swivel making sure i ain't getting track shotted from the next guy trying to come help his buddy you know down here i mean how many times have you been to a derby and it's like oh they're working together they're working together oh well let's make a heat where they're allowed to do it let's, <laughs> you know let's i mean I get so tired of the local fans saying, oh, he's not hitting him, he's not hitting him. Well, now you don't have to. You just get your buddies and you go make some junk. Now, I will say this. Be watching for the end of that because there's there's a team that deserves to put on more of a show. We're going to let them put on more of a show. That's just a little spoiler we're going to have some fun with. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the live chat is pretty busy tonight. Frankie Guy tuning in. Stoneboro, Bad Habit Promotions did a similar Royal Rumble-type feature uh royal rumble type event uh at the stoneboro fairgrounds in pennsylvania so it's um apparently it has been done once before but that's uh it doesn't mean that this one won't be able to be uh, just as memorable to, to say the least. oh absolutely and and we're not gonna sit here and act like we're the first to do it or mm-hmm. the thing and we're not even gonna say we're gonna be the best at doing it sorry there's a train track here it's okay that, that, that just caught me um <laughs> Sorry about that. I tried to run away from him. But, um, <laughs> we have a train anyway. track right outside the window here. It's not. It's not the first time that somebody's heard a train whistle. On the <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, so we're we're not we're not so arrogant to think that you know we're the first to try something new. Um, I do have like four never before seen. I guarantee you, never before seen stuff coming out in the spring event this year, which is going to be absolutely awesome. Um, I guarantee nobody's ever done that. Um, but anyway, when it comes to this kind of stuff, w- w- of course, why would why would you? not look into it and see exactly how to make it the best possible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes imitation is the only way to do that. And, you know, we haven't completely imitated off of others, but I mean, come on. I mean, it, it derby, it, it's only so many different ways you can skin this cat. I mean, sure. you, exactly. you do kind of have to learn from other people. Yep. 
Yep. We've tried to take a piece from every every good promoter that we believe in and, and add it to our show, for sure. Well, and I, mean, I think everybody how, should. You said you were at a dozen shows this year. I mean, how much of that was just going in, in, in recon, just to see what works and what doesn't, so that you don't make a mistake that somebody's already made? Oh, absolutely. And and the funny thing is, is you, you always get those disgruntled drivers that like to stop by the dead man tent and, and say, well, they made me do this, they made me do that. And I'm like, hey, buddy, like... <laughs> that, that's between you and that promoter. Are you going to allow this at your show? And I said, we can talk about my rules to your car, but I'm not talking about <laughs> your car to their rules. That's between you and, and, and hardcore. That's between you and Keystone. It's funny how um, some, so many guys want to come. And, and we heard great things about every single promoter that we went to. Um, honestly, we, I'm not just saying that we, we heard great things about their shows. And, and in fact, I, I can't wait to run hardcore next year because of what I heard, you know, the, the fairness and everything like that. So I'm looking forward to running the hardcore tour next year. So, but yeah, man, we, we, we take and, and learn it. And we see some things that, that we're like, Hey, let's do this a little different, you know, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, that's what I pride myself on is that we're a little different. If you haven't <laughs> noticed how we, I mean, even the, the artwork on our shirts, it's on the front instead of the back. I mean, we do everything just a little bit different. Sure. The, um, the the show itself is going to be streamed. Do you have, uh, going back to this, this topic, kind of juggling some of the questions that we've got um, coming in on the live chat, is there any grandstand restrictions at this point, or is it open entry? Well, what's really good is that we can seat uh, 2,200 in the grandstand, mm-hmm. and then I have, I think, another 825 uh worth of bleachers that we can do we're going to socially distance it apart we're going to spread it apart um we're we're expecting that around that we're we have not advertised a single lick around here at all not one time we are literally hoping that each driver brings three or four people and we call it a day and you know we're we're willing to go down on that you know that ship there like that and and we we believe that that would give us enough money to be able to turn around and have another event next year sure um, so, you know, if, if, if we get 3,000, I mean, my gosh, this, the grounds out here, I don't know if you've ever been to Metal Mayhem or not, but the grounds are about the size of a Metal Mayhem. It's so easy to spread out this many people. I mean, and, and Derby guys, honestly, they, they stay to themselves. I mean, so, you know, some of the large guy guys, they don't want to watch the compacts, you know, so they don't go in and watch the compacts. They're out by their cars. So you're really not going to have a problem in the grandstands here. We're definitely going to keep it safe. We have hand-washing stations. We, we have a, a crew, that's an excellent crew that's going to be cleaning the bathrooms from on stop. You're not going to have them just nasty bathrooms, you know. Sure. We're, we're going to do everything we can to make sure. And when we offer, you know, people, if they have any, any concerns, to reach out, and we'll, and we'll try to accommodate those concerns. So that brings me to... The next leg of that question is in the event that you hit capacity for whatever reason or if it's too far of a travel, uh, fans can still check this out. It's going to be on track shot? Absolutely, yes. Josh Decker will be uh, bringing that uh, via live stream right here, and uh, we're looking forward to starting our, our first relationship with Josh as well. Perfect. So what time is that going to be going live on, uh, on track shot? So we're going to be, uh, Josh is coming down, we're going to do a little blurb on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. um, do a little hype video, let everybody see the track and, and get kind of pumped up and scare some drivers. And then uh, Friday, we kick start at, at 5 p.m. sharp. We will start on time, and then uh, we will end probably around 11.30 that night, just to, just enough to give you guys a little bit of a, a dose of what we're going to be about the next night. Mm-hmm. And then we come in with all the crazy stuff the next day. We start right at noon with the two consolations for the uh, $10,000 to win class and go all the way until we do the drop mic at the end of the night, which is the Graveyard Rumble. So for those of you that are in Wisconsin that are asking, 
Uh, I lost it. Where'd he go? Chris uh, Pelisek, Pelisek, or something like that. So you're going to be looking at a start time of 4 p.m. on day one and 11 a.m. on day two. So again, we're talking about the Braid Live Derby. Cumberland, Maryland, October 30th and 31st, celebrating uh, uh, the inaugural event for Dead Man Derby Productions. And it sounds like it's got all the makings of being a, uh, a good one. Now, you alluded to what's going to happen for next year. You've already got another event planned for 2021? Yes, we haven't announced the, uh, the actual date um, of, of that because we're trying to – basically how we work is we want to be respectful to the other promoters. We want to make sure we, we realize that we're new to this table. Mm-hmm. And when we come in, we don't want to just throw an event right on top of, you know, one of Frankie's events and, and draw some people from his event or likewise or blah, blah, blah. So we're going to be working with them here. You know, get this first one completely done and then sit down with some other promoters, talk schedules, see where we can fit in to where both of us can get a nice, awesome car count where both of us can actually show up and, and support each other and things like that. And then once we have that date, and I would say probably look for that to come out around mid-November once we uh, finalize the contract. But we have actually finalized this contract for three years to have two derbies, a spring event and a fall event right here at the Greater Cumberland Raceway, which is very exciting. And we have so much more, so much more in store. Um, We're just hoping for a good, successful event. Um, You know, pack these grandstands and just watch me just give back. That's all I got to say. Well, I... uh... I hope everything goes well with it. Um, what what didn't we hit on for the Derby itself? Well, honestly, man, I, I think we did a great job of, of giving us a platform to just announce that we're going to have this awesome event. Um, again, it just it, it comes down to giving that average Joe a chance at the big money. Sure. You know, that's that's our number one goal is we want to bridge that gap. We want to be a national show, but we want to be able to offer that national class to every single driver out there who's willing to take a chance, maybe build a car that's a little bit bigger than what they're normally doing. And I think you're going to see, I really think you're going to see some guys that you don't necessarily know their names going to take some of this money home. I mean, they're going to have to go through the likes of Brett Relier and, and Bo Lockwood and, you know, Jason Strickland's coming down in a, in a caddy from, from South Carolina. We got some guys from Florida, a guy from Iowa coming. And it's just going to, it's going to be awesome to see all those states merge together and just see who's going to be getting the wheel in their hand and who the better driver is. Because I think the way we have the rules set up and the way we're going to reinforce them rules is that it's going to make you actually have to wheel a car for a change, and you're not going to be able to hide behind an overprotected build. We're going to find out who the best man is on that night. 18 states, right? You have 18 states for Eight, 18, yes. And, and give a shout-out to my... My home girl and homeboy up there in uh, Port Colborne, Ontario, Canada. Wish you guys were coming down. Uh, we had Canada represented with like seven different drivers, which is just heartbreaking. Um, we really wanted to play with Canada down here. Love that song. Huge hockey fan. So we really wanted to play that, and we're going to miss them guys. But, yeah, all across the country, guys are coming. Um, we have uh, people coming, you know, all the way from uh, Michigan to come down just to watch. I mean, just it's going to be awesome, man. It really is. Excellent. Uh, anybody that you want to make mention of besides Kayla? Well, well, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> mention my beautiful, awesome queen, my wife Kayla. She honestly, uh, she was not a derby girl before, um, and she thought this was a, a waste of money habit that I had, and and she has turned and just become just an unbelievable woman. And she, I couldn't do anything without her. She's amazing. Uh, she's our head apparel girl. Um, if you see her at the Dead Man Tent, stop by, say hi. 
she does a great job. Um, you know, Jason Deal from Accelerated Power Works has given us an opportunity to raffle off some free Power Wheels. Demolition Derby Life Magazine has been there since day one with us, um, you know, helping us promote our shows. They're coming. I cannot wait to see them, guys. You know, all the, all the support we've got from Devin and Christy, from Hardcore Demolition Derby, all, you know, Steve Sidup has been an excellent mentor for me. You've got to thank all those guys. But just, you know, you, you're always going to forget everybody. Mark Smearman, my, my number one, you know, right by my side through all this. Um, we love you guys, and we just appreciate you giving us a platform to, uh, to succeed. And, and that's what we're going to try to do here next week. This week, sorry, this weekend. Holy cow, it's here. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> it sure is. How did you get into Demolition Derby to begin with? You said Kayla wasn't into Derby. Is it, is it something that was in your blood for a long time? or? Well, my uh, my grandfather came home one day with uh, three cars and said uh, to two of my uncles, that one's for you, that one's for you. And he pointed to my mom and said, that third one's for you. And uh, she she dove in and, and started driving and uh, did a couple here, right here locally and at Cumberland. And then all of a sudden, you know, my uncles, you know, growing up watching them run round back wagons before I even knew what they were, you know, I wish I could have them back, but um, watching them jump round back wagons in a stock class for years and years and years, and then uh, upgrading to where my brother started running, which is really cool because my brother's running his first derby here, you know, in like 12 years, which is awesome to get to see him on the track. Um, he started running, and then in 2001, I said, you know, if my brother did it, that means I have to do it or, you know. They'll say I'm scared, and that's where the whole, you know, if you're scared, say you're scared came from. He goes, hey, man, if you're scared, say you're scared. So 2001, day after I got my driver's license, 5, 4, 3, 2, and I was gone and got my first hit been in love with it ever since. Awesome. Awesome. We sure do wish you the best. I hope everything goes well, everybody stays safe, and the rest of the track building goes smoothly. Breed Alive Derby, Dead Man Derby Productions, October 30th and 31st at the uh, Cumberland Speedway in Cumberland, Maryland. We uh, appreciate you making some time for us and coming on and uh, look forward to following up after that derby concludes next week. Absolutely, Chris. Thank you. You bet, man. We'll catch you soon. All right, bye. See you now. All you have to do is throw that into Facebook, type in Buried Alive, type in, type in TJ McCulloch. You'll find all the information, all their pages, and they're very, very active on social media. You'll be able to find that very, very easy. So, Real quick, let's see where we got to go. We got to do this first, and then we will wrap things up here. Smith Metal Works, Smith Metal Works. Info, experience, and passion second to none. All-purpose fabrication shop that has taken the Northeast by storm. Smith Metal Works features more than forty years of combined metalworking experience. You're going to see their parts on the raffle car that is in that uh, that uh, uh, rumble class. That's the headline on day two. Uh, the hallmark of the product line is the pointed and flat front bumpers. And then they've got the super stock bumper on top of that. Those replicate popular factory releases. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see one. They can be stuffed or ran hollow. There's a compact version of the pointed bumper. Other items include the Crown Victor skins, battery boxes, engine mounting systems, pedal combos, and shifters. The shop offers all the odds and ends, such as distributor clamps and welded centers. Be sure to ask about their GM floor liners in person locations in Mercer, Uniontown, and Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Or visit the website, and you can get it shipped right to your door jeffy's fab farm next in line recognizes an industry leader in all manner of fabrication needs the fab farm is a national go-to for a number of demolition derby parts they specialize in ls conversions you heard reference to the uh the, the steering column it's going to be in the raffle car for the dead man derby this weekend uh 
in addition to the LS conversions, they've released this year a solid four-cylinder Camry engine mount and then header combinations for the Hyundai Elantra 1.8 and 2.0 liter displacement cars. The store offers bumper-to-bumper selection, including fuel and air parts, suspension and transmission items, steering components, pedals, shifters, switches, and gauges online, jeffysfabfarm.com. If you need it, it's on the farm. The 527 Unified Point Series is down to the final event. We're about a month away from it. Coke Promotions Turkey Derby in Portland, Indiana will serve as the backdrop for the final event on the ME527 Unified Point Series online, 527unifiedseries.com. Points didn't change a whole lot this weekend, but you will note John Shipley, 106 points in the lead. Don Santel picked up two wins on the weekend at the Wicked Team Derby. We're going to dive into that here in just a minute, bringing him to 100 points. He's six points behind going into the final event. Jeremy Riley in third, Matt Wingrove in fourth, Travis Pennock in fifth, Jesse Bates, Nick King, J.D. King, William Close tied for seventh, tied for ninth, Rick Furster, Jack Drenovich, and Richard Davis, then tied for uh, 10th place, Preston Henshaw, Mason Stacy, and Brendan Wisman. Smash It Demolition Derby's concluded their season over the weekend. Congratulations out to Smash It on a successful 2020. Smash It would like to convey to all the fans and supporters. There are many thanks to everyone who supported Smash It Demolition Derby's through a challenging and unprecedented season. That's, that's an understatement right there. We could not do this without the support of the drivers, fans, fairboards, and partners year after year. With all sincerity, thank you. Upcoming events and details for the 2021 season are going to be available soon on SmashHitDerby.com. We went through the Keystone Nationals. Bash for Cash is still to come. So we've covered all of our bases there. We're going to be able to pop this over here. We're going to go with that. And now we will go here. So over the weekend, uh, Johnny Shanks, he was in Burlington, Kansas. Johnny Shanks, driver of the V car. Roman numeral five for those of you keeping score at home. Uh, He picked up a win, so that was good to see uh, Johnny getting that win. And the... Uh, inaugural pumpkin smash back on the 20th of October, if I remember correctly, with um, Candace and Domination Motorsports. Uh, they had a great derby. It was the first demolition derby at the facility. Uh, there's some room to improve, but, man, it was it, it was a successful one, so we're happy to hear that. Uh, they are going to need more bleachers, so that's a, good, that's a good sign, good sign of things to come. Um, congratulations to all the winners. The winners include Kimberly Shotley in the uh, youth mowers. Front wheel drive youth class was Jada Meyer. Eric Mulder won the weld compacts. Ethan Beamer won the mod class. John Smith won the front wheel drive hobo class. And the full size class, Kenny Rosno came in with the win in the full size there. And street stock weld class was Runk Wood. And uh, so that is that for the pumpkin smash. Candace, I think Candace ended up winning something too, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see if there's any notes in here. Yeah, looks like they are going to go back to Ottawa Dragway next year. And we uh, teased this a minute ago. Wicked team show results. The co-pilot bone stock class. Don Santel and Todd Robinson picking up the win there. Luke Warland and Bryant Brock in uh, second. Bill Miller and Trevor Pedke. What a team. <laughs> Hands down, they're always uh, finishing in the money. They took third place in the co-pilot class at the Wicked team show. The bone stock class. Don Santel winning that one over Pedke and uh, Byron Adams through the top three in the bone stocks. The pre-ran metric and old school class tristan abraham winning there over uh cory budd and chase geese compact team feature mo money taking the win there juan velasquez curtis rakers and sean eubanks winning 
over the Junkyard Dogs, which was Dakota Coons, Devin Cravens, and Justin Curtis. Third place was GH Graphics, Bailey Bratz, Hunter McQuarrie, and BJ Passmore. In the metric old school team feature, first place was Team Top Notch, Bill Miller, Ty Richards, and James Poraska. Second place was DEC Hatters, Justin Buchanan, Brett Petro, and Brian Seeger. Team 110% was third, Matt Sungaluski, Trevor Daly, and Randy Dunkelberger. The uh, show is outstanding. Um, we're probably going to circle around to that next week and, and try and get some of those winners. We didn't uh, did not get anybody earmarked for the show uh, just because there was some stuff going on, and I wanted to get a hold of Mark Elliott before we went too far into that and inadvertently stuck our foot into uh, a bear trap. So we're going to probably circle back around to that next week, and hopefully Brian will be back with us next week. Um, another little add-on here. Uh, let's see. Everybody's everybody's happy asking about vending and stuff. As far as I know, there's going to be vending there. It's a big two-day show. There usually is. Um, Ed Brewster pointing out that the outlaw class is going to be run rumble style. With that, every 45 seconds, somebody somebody entering. So that's uh, that's pretty cool, as well. So again, if you're looking for more information on it, just jump on Facebook, punch in TJ's name, punch in uh, Buried Alive Derby. It'll pop right up. We wish everybody the best of luck this weekend. Congratulations to everybody this weekend. Congratulations in order for a bunch of different people. Uh, John Hart, Joey Roth, Jessup Pelkey, all getting married over the weekend. Chris Averish, uh, they welcomed a new baby into the world, so that was cool. So a lot of, a lot of good news that is happening outside of the, the Derby realm to our friends within the Derby family. That is going to do it for us here. I'm wrapping this one up a little bit early. Um, we do appreciate it. And, uh, of course, you know, I don't know if Brian's watching at home or not, but um, certainly all of us are thinking about you and, and, and Gary and, and Keith, and, and we certainly won't forget Dot anytime soon. We sure do appreciate you tuning in and being part of this one. Number 328 is in the books at the 45-minute mark. We appreciate it, everybody, and we'll see you soon. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel, and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the figurelinks1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. Post of...